said that God created humanity, but my dad said that we come from the monkey. So what happened? And the mom said, oh, this is easy, honey. I told you about my side of the family. Your dad told you about his side of the family. So I want to take you to the book of Exodus, chapter 16, verse 31 to 34. And I want to speak on the subject today, when the end of a good season happens. When the end of a good season happens. Now, uh, we all have to deal with things, you know, that come to an end in life. The book of Ecclesiastes, you know, chapter 3 says that there's a beginning and there's an end. There's the beginning of seasons and there's the end of seasons. And God is the one who determines the beginning and the end of those seasons. Some of us have lost things in life. Uh, a friend, you know, to move away. A relationship that you appreciated and you wanted that relationship to be in your life. But somehow it didn't work out, so that relationship disappeared. A loved one, uh, you know, passed away. Uh, a house, a car, I don't know. But um, we all experience loss in life. So I want to speak today in the, of the subject of what happens when the end of a good season happens in our lives. From the book of Exodus chapter 16, verse 31 to 34, and it says like this. The people of Israel called the bread manna. It was like coriander seed and tasted like wafers made with honey. Moses said, this is what the Lord has commanded. Take an omer of manna, which was a measure, and keep it for generations to come so they can see the bread I gave you to eat in the wilderness when I brought you out of Egypt. So Moses said to Aaron, take a jar and put an omer of manna in it then place it before the Lord to be, to be kept for generations to come. As the Lord commanded Moses, Aaron put the manna with the tablets of the covenant law so that it might, so that it might be preserved. The Israelites ate manna 40 years until they came to a land that was settled. They ate manna until they reached the border of Canaan. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your word. I pray to later, God, for all of us who are here those of us who are going through a good season, those through those of us who may be experiencing a loss, those of us who are God who may need to move on and move on to the next level. I pray, your God, that you will speak to us and that you prepare our hearts so that we can receive it and we can also practice it and share with others as well. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So you gotta see what's happening right here. The word of God says that God has brought the people of Israel out of Egypt. God sent about ten plagues, and the Israelites were able to see what the Lord did on behalf of them. The Israelites went to the desert. You know the story that when they were close to the promised land, and uh, Moses sent the spies to check out the land, they came back with a negative report. So because of the lack of faith, uh, God sent them back to the desert for about... 40 years, just wandering around until they were ready again to go and take the promised land. Now, the promised land was the promise that God had given to Abraham uh, and everybody, you know, in the Israelite community. It was the promise of a land, of a country that produced honey and milk. So God did great miracles, you know, on their way to the promised land. God opened the Red Sea. Uh, they went through so many inconveniences, you know, to the 
There are things in your life that come only for a season. There are friends in your life that God brings only for a season. There are people in your life that God brings only for a season. There's jobs in your life that God brings only for a season. And the purpose of that season is to keep you going to that time so that you can start preparing and developing your full potential so that you take the promised land that God has given to you. Because God has a plan for every one of you. And the plan of God is, number one, that you live for, for God all your life. But the second plan is that you reach your full potential so that you can reach out to other people as well and you can be used by God. But imagine the last day when they arrived at the border and Canaan was there and the Israelites, you know, they had the last meal. They, they were probably wondering, I'm assuming there were probably some people asking, God, why? Why are you taking the food away from us? We're just going to go and take the promise land, and you take the food away from us right now? This is when we need the food, Lord. You've been giving us the food for 40 years. Why stop it now? But God wanted them to go and start producing. God wanted them to get passionate about the promise of God. And the only way sometimes to get them passionate was to take away something that was satisfying their life at the moment. I know a lot of times, you know, we, we want certain people to be in our life forever. I remember when I graduated from college and um, my space, you know, up here back in the day, uh, there were friends that I wanted to have in my life forever. And I kept writing to them. And then Facebook came out and I kept writing to them and they never wrote me back. They got married, they had kids, and they moved on in life. And, and I watched them and, and, you know, they don't even tell me congratulations in my birthday. I'm sure it appears in your Facebook. You know, my birthday. And I'm like, they forgot about me. Oh my gosh. And now I have understood it's okay. This person was in my life for a season to provide for me during this time that I'm going through. So I want to encourage you today that don't get discouraged. If you are coming to the end of a good season in your life, it is not because God is punishing you. Sometimes, and this happens with a lot of Christians who are traditional, they think that only because things are going wrong that that's somehow a sign that God is not with you. That is not the case. In many occasions when things are going bad in your life, it is because God wants you to prepare to take possession of the promised land that is in front of you. But if you stay comfortable all the time with what you are and who you are, you are not going to grow. You are not going to develop your full potential. So God has to push you a little bit so that you can be stretched and then you can go into the promised land that God has for you. I'll share with you guys that many years ago, you know, I, I didn't have a job. And uh, my resume didn't look, you know, that good because everything I've ever thought was to be in the ministry, a pastor. And I was looking for a job in the community and everybody, you know, like, pastor here, pastor there, minister here, minister there, and, and I didn't even get a job, so I got an idea one time, and I said, okay, Lord, um, I'm not in my corporate church anymore, I'm going to start looking for another church, I don't have a job, I need a job, I printed like 200 resumes, I took one boulevard in the beautiful city of Almonte, 
time, which I, I'm not very, uh, very good fan, you know, Thai stuff. I don't really like it that much. Only when I have to do like this, you know, or funerals. Um, and then I took one pullover and I said, okay, Lord, my job is somewhere over here. So I'm going to go and pass out my resume and give me grace. And I went to Chinese restaurants. And I went to Mexican restaurants. And I went to a laundry bank. I went to a Toyota dealership, you know, and, and in the Monte. And I was going from business to business just giving my resume. And I remember some people who tell me, oh, how can you check the, the openings on the internet? And I said, no, I'm just coming to give you my resume. If you like it, please go me back. And many times, you know, people came out of their businesses and said, wait, 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 wait a minute. Uh, the manager wants to speak to you. And by the end of the day, my feet were swollen. I was really, really tired. And I was starting to feel a little discouraged. And the last place that I went at 5 p.m. was a small private college that was hidden behind a bunch of buildings that you couldn't even see that building. So I went there and I started talking to the receptionist and just engaging in conversation and I gave her my resume. She told me, you know, check, um, check the website. There was another lady, you know, behind her. I went around to see the school and I was going to the exit again. And I was going to the exit. I remember telling the girl, you have very good communication skills. Keep it up. I like it. I like it. And I went outside the building. And when I was going back to my car, you know, I see these two security guys, you know, running after me. And I was like,
narcissists in leadership, it's like they would, they would hate my ideas. And I started to feel like I was not liked, that I was not wanted, that, that just, you know, it wasn't a good environment. And uh, a couple of events happened uh, in, in the last month that I was so frustrated that I started to pray and I said, God, why, why is this happening in my job? You know, guys, I would get to my job early. I would sit down on my desk and I would start praying for my desk. I would pray for the executives of my company. I would pray for the managers and I would pray for the clients. And everywhere I went, you know, I tried to be cool to the clients and the families, but there was something there that was not right. So on, on one Saturday, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I felt like God spoke to me and said, okay, Franklin, what do you want? Do you want to stay there? I'll give you the strength. Do you want to leave and get another job and quit? And then, you know, I started to talk to some people about that option, and 99.9% of the people told me, you don't have another job. What are you going to do? Just quit. No, you have to get a job first and then quit. And something in my heart was telling me, you know, if you want to, you know, develop your faith, just quit and then apply. So I quit my job on a Saturday, a couple of weeks ago. And as soon as I made the decision that I was going to resign, I started applying to jobs on my phone, on my cell phone. Send my resume here, send my resume there. On Monday, I presented my resignation. On Tuesday, I get a phone call from another company. We want to interview tomorrow, Wednesday at 10 a.m. Do you want to come? And I said, yes. I show up to the company. I sit down with the HR manager, and she said, I already read your resume. I have a couple of questions for you. And she said, number one, uh, what is your management style? And I said, my management style is relational. I believe, you know what Justin Maxwell says, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So I believe in building relationships with people before I'm able to manage their need. Uh, and she said, okay, and how do you deal with conflict? And I said, same thing, I deal with conflict at the lowest level. I never go for full impact, you know? I, I always go to the lowest level because when you go for full impact, you hurt a lot of people in the process. So I always start slow, and unless it is very critical, then I go all the way to the top. She got up and she said, you're hired. She went to human resources and they hired me on the spot. I was out of a job only a day and a half, and now I'm working in a great company because everything that was done in my other company is the opposite of what's happening over here. So sometimes we want to hang on to things. You know, I don't want to let this go. No, this is this is good. Uh, this is for me. You gave it to me. Why do you want to take it away? No, no. And we start, you know, going through this process in which we disagree with God, and God cannot bless you until you completely let it go. You are supposed to depend on God. Your happiness, your joy, your relationships. We're supposed to get all that provision from God, but sometimes we are like the Israelites. You know, we, we get to the border and we get scared. Okay, now the provision stopped and now God wants me to go without provision over there. It's because God wants to develop the full potential that you have in your life. So let's not have a man up, you know, mentality. You know, one of the things that I learned this year, uh, especially through school, 
your friend and being with them for 40 years, me being your chef, bringing food every day. What a comfortable situation, but I have to take that away from the Israelites so they will learn how to hunt. They will plan, you know, how to go hunting in groups, learn how to cook because the manna was not going to be there forever. It was only temporary while they were going through the desert. So if we have a manna mentality of I'm comfortable with this, I don't want to stretch more, I don't want to take risks, it's time to get encouraged and say, God, I want the promise that you have for me. That is the good news. And the last point that I want to share with you is be careful, you know, with complaining when something ceases in your life. I think that good seasons sometimes come to an end because it is time to go to a higher level in your life. I think that takes away people from your life sometimes because they are influencing you and you are becoming more like them instead of them becoming more like you. I think sometimes they take us away because we are just way too comfortable. I'm comfortable like this, I like it like this. While God wants to use you, He wants you to go and comfort the promised land that God has promised to you. God has a promise for you. Don't let something that ceased, something that went wrong in your life, stop you or make you bitter or make you think that God is not with you. Don't interpret it like that. Remember the book of Job, the Bible says that, you know, the enemy took away uh, the sons uh, of Job and then even his wife, his health, his house, his possession. And the friends, the best friends of Job, they came to him and said, you are, you have sinned in your life. That's why you're doing so badly. And God made these guys go and apologize to Job because just because things are not going well in your life, that is not a sign that God is not with you. It is a sign that God wants you to stretch your faith. Step up to the plate, develop your potential, and say, God, I want to step up in faith. Whatever you need me to do, I'll do it in the name of Jesus. Because I know that if you provide a manna for 40 years, you have brought me to a place where now I have to do my part and go and hunt by myself. And you are going to be with me. So I want to encourage you today, whatever the season you're going through in your life, God has a plan for you. If you feel discouraged today, remember, some provisions in your life are meant to only be temporary, not forever. But you can count on this, that whatever you're going through in life, God will be there with you. And God will empower you so that you can conquer and make the decisions that you need to make. I want us to to think about the season of life where you're going through right now. Maybe you're going through a very good season and that's great. You know, it's, it's a time for celebration. Or maybe you have come to the end of a good season in your life and now you're wondering, oh, what's going on? What's happening in my life? What, what is it? What am I doing wrong? And maybe it's not you that is doing something wrong. It's God taking away the temporary provision so that now you can step up to the plate and you can conquer the promise that God has given you. If you are discouraged today, let me pray for you that God will empower you to take possession of the promises.
I know that certain decisions need to be made for the purpose of your of your purpose, greater purpose, to be developed in their life. Maybe their God, we are regretting uh, something that uh, was taken away from us, and and maybe we think it's all about us, but Lord, it's it's not about us. It's about the plan that you have for us, what you want to see in our lives. Maybe your God today. Get away. 